I'm not gonna YGS Carter Hart because it's the fucking Canadians. Gretzky had it, lost it. Eisenman picks it up. Eisenman moving. Blue line chance. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Puck Puck Pass, and these are your hosts, the hockey know-it-alls, KJ and Zach Mack. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Puck Puck Pass. As always, I'm your host, KJ, joined by Zach Mack, and we have a ton to talk about. But first off, how are you doing? You've been pretty correct on a lot of your predictions, so you're probably feeling pretty good. I am feeling good. I'm having a lot of fun doing that uh, on Twitter. I actually got the idea from Greg. You know how I feel about Greg, but I, he was doing it for ESPN, so I was like, I'm going to do it for us here, belly up, and putting them out there. So, uh, so far, the ones so far have been good. Yeah, I mean, nobody – I mean, as far as your article, yeah, nobody picked the Blackhawks. Only one person picked the Coyotes. Uh, the Canes and Habs – or the Canes and Bruins were pretty split, weren't they? yeah. And so was uh, – uh... wow, what was what the other one? The, oh, oh, Columbus, Tampa, Tampa. yeah. <laughs> Which are all teams we'll talk about. We'll talk about everybody that has advanced, has lost, and what they need to touch on, what we're looking forward to. It's just kind of a free skate. We don't really have any um, order to this show, I guess. we use. I mean, when we were doing two episodes a week, we do – a segmented one and just kind of a, a free for all. So this will be our free for all for, for August. Uh, first things first, let's talk about the most recent series that ended. We'll just kind of hop right into it. The Boston Bruins beat the Carolina Hurricanes in five. Uh, anybody that listened to 10 minutes of our previous three episodes know how high I was on the Hurricanes. And this is a major letdown. I think it's going to be one that kind of reverberates in that organization for not just the off season, but it's going to damage them. I think long-term, what were your, what are your thoughts on the Canes moving forward? And I know you picked the Bruins, but is five games surprising? Yeah, I like, I like what you said about the Hurricanes. I think it is, it is a little bit, uh, it's discouraging. I think they, they caught people by surprise last year, I think, but I think they had high hopes for this year and, and certainly out in five games, against uh, a team that they had some history with is probably not what they wanted to see. Uh, but I picked, yeah, like you said, I picked Boston because I, this is just, I had this feeling that this is what they're going to do. I was going to, cause I, I was really rooting for Carolina. I thought they had a good team this year that was going to do, do uh, good things. But I picked Boston because I knew that if I thought that about Carolina, Boston would disappoint me because they always do. Yeah. I, I had high hopes for Carolina going into the series. Um, obviously, which uh, with Andrei Svechnikov, uh, I don't know how different it could be because of it. Especially when you know you think about the Bruins with Tuukka Rask going home, and we'll talk about that briefly in a little bit. Um, and Pasternak not playing until Game Five. Andrei Svechnikov isn't the only issue when it comes to you know why they lost that series or. I don't know what needs to change other than goaltending, and that's probably harsh to Mrazek and Reimer, but, I mean, that's just the way it is. Their offense played good enough. Their defense is obviously pretty good. Goaltending's below average. And, and coaching is, is up there with the best of them, I think. So 
that team is obviously one that can get motivated, but unless they, you know, are comfortable with who's behind them, maybe it's Robin Lehner going into next year. I don't know what the cap looks like and what the other two guys have on their deals left, but Lehner would be a good option for the Hurricanes, especially after what we just saw in, in five games. So I think there's a lot to be excited about when you think about Ajo, Spetsnikov, you know, Justin Williams is obviously going to retire, but Dougie Hamilton, you know, Jacob Slavin, all those guys, Things will come together for them, but goaltending's got to be better. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I think uh, I think goaltending is probably the only place as a Carolina fan where you want to improve or or feel like you need to improve, I should say. Uh, but also, Boston's a good team. I, I you think yeah, you mentioned Pasternak was out, Rask went home, and and it, it's almost like they didn't miss a beat. I just I don't I don't think uh, I don't think Boston's going to go down easy in these playoffs. I really don't. Where is the talk? Because I I did it for for John Tortorella, uh, and we'll talk about the the Bolts and Blue Jackets in a little while. But I did it for John Tortorella, and Bruce Cassidy kind of deserves the same treatment. How good is Bruce Cassidy? Like, are we kind of underselling? Like, that team is obviously good, but they were abysmal in the round robin, and then we get these. You know, four or five games, they just looked completely dominant against a pretty good Carolina team. Is that him being able to motivate? Is it something to do with his coaching or is it just, we need to give him a little more credit than we do already? I think he, cause he said leading up to the bubble that he would be open to the idea of resting players in the seeding games, even though we already knew that they were going to decide seeding. So I think like you mentioned Oh, the Flyers were probably the only team in the East that were trying. I don't think the Bruins were ever trying in the seeding games. I don't think they cared how that shook out. Yeah, I, I don't either. I'm starting to think that maybe the Capitals were trying. But as it stands <laughs> right now, uh, the the Flyers are the only ones that I really thought that way. But to to the point about the, the Hurricanes, right now, as it stands, if they go into next season as basically the same team, are we just is this just a team where you get excited about them for spurts and then you can basically ignore them for a couple weeks and then they're you know back in a playoff spot and they make the playoffs and they're really good to start and then you just kind of expect the fall is that where we're at with the hurricanes like we can just we can kind of predict their ups and downs cuz i mean they went from seven game series to sweep to getting swept in last year's playoffs so there is a trend and they it's not like they were dominant all year this year either. Yeah, it might be. I mean, if they don't fix goaltending, it might be. I don't know who on their team hasn't got to their potential yet. I don't know if they're. I think Aho and Svechnikov can still be better, and probably Teravainen. Okay. But so yeah, if they get that out of those guys, I think they might be in a better spot. But I get the vibe right now that yeah, they're just gonna they're gonna get to the playoffs if they mm-hmm. run into a solid matchup in the first round, they'll win it. But if they go up against yeah. a Boston or a Tampa, they're probably not. Well, and that uh, so let's move on to another series that I want to talk about that kind of for some reason it reminds me a little bit of the the hurricanes which is the abs I'll see the the coyotes in five games as well the abs are incredibly talented offensively pretty good defensively with the best young defenseman in the game and they have Grubauer in net so that just kind of shows, I guess, how gifted their top line is in moving down into their depth. 
because I think they're on paper a Nathan McKinnon away from being just as talented as the the Avalanche, but that just goes to show you how good the Avalanche were right now because they, I mean, they outscored the Coyotes thirteen to one in games four and five. Yes, back to back seven to one wins to close it out. I, or yeah, fourteen to two. My bad. Uh, I uh, think. I, we got to give credit to Avalanche coaching, I think. It seems like this series, they took three games to figure them out, and they were like, okay, I think we know how to beat the Coyotes now, and they just went out and did it. Uh, I Also, to your point, I like Grubauer more than the average hockey fan does, so I would still take Grubauer over uh, Mrazic or Reimer any day uh, without question. So That's fair, but he's still, he's still like third-tier NHL starter. Like – See, I like I would give him more credit than that, but I also know that I'm higher on him than most people are. I like Grubauer. I think he's a good goalie. Do you think he's as good as Laner? No, no, no. See, I would put no. Well, no, because that's that's just just for perspective. Because I have Laner in a second tier of goaltending. Well, Laner's a he's the best backup in the league. If you would yeah. not consider him a backup. Well, and that's and that's the thing too. Like he. He's the best backup in a top 50% starter, I think, in today's league. Yeah. But there are still a handful of goaltenders that I'm putting ahead of Laner. I'm taking Gubauer over Hopi. That, I mean, that's fair. I mean, you wouldn't two years ago, so it is a quick turnaround. But, I mean, also the Capitals, I mean, and the Capitals haven't lost the series yet, so we're not ready to bury them. But the Capitals offense also hasn't looked as good as the, the Avalanche offense. So, you know, Grubauer was a product of pretty good offensive and defensive play in Washington. Got got a chance with the Avalanche, and then the Avalanche offense got better. I I don't think Grubauer is that much better than what they have in Carolina in the sense that Carolina loses in five games to a pretty good team. I I still don't think Boston's hit their stride, and that's what's scary about the Carolina series. But to the point about the Avs, as someone who's high on the Knights, that is a dangerous looking Avs team. Yeah, it. I, I I can't do the math in my head right now on how the. Is there a chance the reseeding works out so that they play each other next round or no? No, because they're the they're the one and two. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I should. So it'll yeah it'll be yeah I don't even have. But I'm assuming. If the who's the three seed in the West? Dallas. So if Dallas, because Dallas is up three two. If Dallas wins against um, Calgary, it'll be Colorado versus Dallas, and then the winner of Vancouver St. Louis, which that series ties two two. They're playing tonight as we record. Um, the winner of that series will play Vegas. Yeah, at this, I'm not doubting at any point. At, at this point, I'm not doubting it. It at all that'll be Avalanche Knights in in the Western Conference Finals, and I think that's the way it should be. Something about St. Louis playing Vegas makes me nervous, be- because of the way things go for me sometimes. Like I'm very confident against Vegas against Vancouver in Vegas Vancouver, just because of Vancouver's age, and that's probably not fair to them because they've looked really good, but. Yeah, I mean, Vegas, Colorado almost seems like a guarantee. Well, let's – hold on. Before we go into another series that's over, 
we're let's stick in the okay. west because we're just kind of we're going all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> Calgary, Dallas. Okay. What the hell is going on? Like, yeah, Dallas. I tweeted it out. Dallas is the best team that sucks in the NHL. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's that's such that's such a good way to put it. I just don't. By the way, as we record, uh, the Canadians are up one nothing on the Flyers going into the second period. Uh, that like it's never the usual suspects for Dallas when it comes to their forwards. Uh, like Haskinen and Klingberg have been on the score sheet, but similar like similar to the Flyers having won three games, only scoring five goals. Like Dallas seems anemic on offense, even when they win, and their losses have been ugly. But I mean, if you're a Dallas fan, you have two games to close out this series. But do you have any hope going up against? what ultimately will be Colorado. Yeah, that's, that's, and do you think they win the series? I, I, man, I, the way the series is going is like, it's I don't know. I picked the flames to win this series and I felt really good about it when they're up two to one. I was like, they're going to, this is open and shut. These stars, like it's exactly what you said about the stars. They're nothing about the stars is convincing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And they're here. They are three to two. Good chance to probably win it, win it next game because the Flames don't seem like they have an identity in this series. And then you got Colorado, which it's tough. It's kind of like I hope we don't get beat 5 nothing, 6 nothing back-to-back games. Well, when it was – like last time we recorded, I think it was one nothing, Calgary, and I was just – I had no hope. I, I was convinced that Calgary was just going to – blow out the stars and the, the stars have looked resilient at least in as bad as their offenses look but yeah it, it, it's looking like one of those series where you just know the winner isn't going anywhere it's basically like the philly series yeah that's, that's how i feel about it but i still just i still i still tune in to this series because i don't know why because i just love seeing these two teams beat up on each other knowing that like this is this is their championship so who? So you have? Do you do you think Dallas closes it out? Uh, if I had to guess right now, I think Dallas wins it in seven. I think Dallas wins Game Seven. Okay. Wow. So you all right? That's fair. We'll be looking forward to it. I think Dallas wins wins Game Six. I hope they do. Just get it over with. Uh, let's move on to one that a lot of people have a lot of opinions about, uh, including myself. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Columbus Blue Jackets in five games, closer than it, most five-game series. But listen, I'm just going to come right out with it. The Devils being the Cinderella's does not mean they get to be scumbags, and boy, are they fucking scumbags. Like, I love John Tortorella, but like Pierre-Luc Dubois got away with boarding no less than seven times this series. And Zach, as someone who loves to play devil's advocate – Tell me why we still continue to cheer for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Why do we still continue to cheer for the Blue Jackets? I don't are, you, know. are you asking me? Why no, I'm you? asking you, yeah, because you love to play devil's advocate. I'm assuming you're still... I'm a big torts guy. Okay, that's fine. Is that the only reason you're rooting for the Blue Jackets? Uh, recently, yeah. I used to I used to not yeah. give two whatevers about the Blue Jackets. But I just, torts kind of made me a fan. Yeah, and I think he's been great. I just don't understand the constant defense of the Blue Jackets, especially the way they were. I mean, dude, even in the the 
series uh, deciding game today, game five, like they're just getting away with like, uh, I can't remember, just like hit checking the guy before he gets to you, like reverse checking guys and throwing elbows way high. It just seems so consistent with the way they were getting away with things on the ice. And listen, officiating has been bad. We haven't really talked about it, but I think even you'll agree officiating has been pretty bad in a lot of games. And Columbus got the benefit of it a lot in my mind. Yeah. I just, I have, I didn't think that the officiating was necessarily bad. I would say that they were blowing the whistle a little more often, but yeah. So it's kind of shocking that they weren't for Columbus or uh, I shouldn't say shocking, but kind of a, uh, I mean, I guess Columbus was last in the league in uh, penalties this year or had the least amount called. I'm sure the refs know that, too, going into the game. So they're probably going to be, like, not calling as many whistles on Columbus. They're probably in their head. They have a preconceived notion that this is a clean team. I'm sure they know those things. They also also know who the underdog is, too. Just saying. Just (laughs) saying. I just don't understand. I I see this stuff, but I don't understand why – I, I can't see why the NHL would fix it towards Columbus or away from Tampa. I don't understand. I don't see the logic. Yeah. Speaking of officiating, I think Kakaniemi just got a game misconduct uh, for the for what? I can't see Montreal Canadiens. It was boarding. They were fixing somebody's eye up on the bench, and I saw Kakaniemi skate off the ice into the dressing room. So, yeah, it looks like a. <laughs> Montreal Canadiens are up one nothing on a uh, five-minute penalty kill, so this will be interesting. So where is your confidence meter with the the Maple or not the Maple Leafs, the Lightning moving forward? I was impressed by the Lightning because I did think that Columbus was gonna win this series. I actually was I had it Columbus in seven, but the back of my mind thought it was only gonna be like five or six. And Flyers just scored. One down already. Uh, so I was impressed with Tampa, especially after what happened last year. Uh, and then to come back and do this five games, get that monkey off their back. I I can only assume this is going to make them a better team. Like I think beating Columbus was probably their hardest test in this playoffs. So I feel like you've got to be pretty confident with them in your Eastern conference, winning the Eastern conference. I'm also, I'm I'm also scared that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I I mean, I'm pretty confident in them. Advancing through the bracket. I mean, as it stands right now, should all things finish the way they they look, it'll be the Bruins and Lightning in the next round. I think the Lightning just have a little more consistency. I think they'll be able to pull it off in a what'll be a pretty entertaining series, if I had to guess. It does seem very Bruins of them to dominate that series and win in five somehow, but... I'm confident in the Bolts, uh, but not nearly as confident as I am in the Golden Knights after that series. I'm actually really curious now when the last time the Lightning and the Bruins met in the playoffs. That seems like an interesting matchup. I feel like it wasn't that long ago. I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll have to look it up and tweet it out. Uh, Let's move on to that series. For a brief moment, it looked like we might be headed to Game 6 of Blackhawks Knights with the possibility of them forcing a Game 7. But <laughs> I didn't expect the Knights to go 16-0 and in these playoffs. And, you know, they'll, there's more losses coming their way, but they dominated that series. They completely outclassed my beloved Blackhawks. 
Uh, and even in that victory, the Blackhawks just never looked like they had any chance of, of being better than them in any zone. Uh, what do you think? I mean, are the Knights still your second best team in the West or do you have any doubts? Well, let, let me ask you because the, the Vegas Knights won three of their four games on a one goal game or by, by one goal. So are, do you think, do you think Vegas just hasn't shown everything yet? Or, I mean, I think Corey Crawford is the best available goaltender as far as who they'll play in the playoffs. That's a legitimate take from coming because because Kemper gone, Bennington is just isn't good right now. We haven't talked about it much, but Bennington's not hasn't been great. Markstrom isn't a sure thing. We talked about Grubauer. Even if you give him more respect than the average person. You know, Corey Crawford was unbelievable in their one win. So to see Vegas still win four or five against a goaltender that that was that that was that hot, yeah, I, I don't think we've even seen everything from them. They're that good. Yeah, I'm not too worried about them either. They would play uh, Dallas, right? If well, so if if saying, I guess. We haven't got no, they would play the winner. They're going to play the winner of Vancouver and St. Louis. Okay. Because they're four and five. And, well, I guess they would – it depends on Calgary too. But if Dallas wins, they'll play um, Colorado. I need to follow like some scenario account, account that can just lay those out for me every day. I know. It, it is – the reseeding is so <laughs> annoying, but I get it. I Either guess. way, if they're playing – I don't – I don't. I'm only gonna worry about Vegas. Let's I'll, let me put it this way: I'm only gonna worry about Vegas when they're two games behind in a series. And if they're going into Game Six, that's really, <laughs> like if they're down like three two in a series, I'm gonna be like, ah, they need a good performance. But I mean, Laner was really good in that series, and I thought the some of the moments between the Blackhawks players and Robin Laner was pretty cool last night. They did a good job kind of like following him through the line. But I just, I don't know, man. There's something about Vegas. They're damn good. But let's, a lot of people pick the Capitals to play Vegas in the, uh, not a lot, but a a fair amount of people pick Vegas in Capitals in our group. I think at least three people. The, The Capitals almost just got swept. And they didn't even win too convincingly. Like they're they're done, right? And we're we got to worry about the Islanders causing some trouble now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Capitals make me laugh because like they. I had, don't know how to word that properly. Like the the Islanders, what the they fuck? had everyone fooled. Ev- like we, I I thought Capitals were a good team. I shouldn't say everyone, but we're all like, yeah, Capitals are Capitals are not a good team. Uh, they started out the series up to nothing in game one. And they scored the last three goals to save from being eliminated. And that's about been the extent of Washington's success Indeed. in this series. Oh my God. Like the, the Islanders yeah. are, I, you said, it, I think, I think we got to be worried about the Islanders making waves here. And from, from what I understand, it's the Capitals players like the the attitude in both locker rooms, because obviously you've got the trots and Capitals thing. 
the Capitals players cared more about beating Barry Trotz than Barry Trotz cared about beating the Capitals. From like Wyshynski talked about that, Lambert talked about that, even Sean, like the whole Puck Soup cast, um, Lozo said it a couple years ago. Like a lot of people have always felt that way. And Barry Trotz is just running train on them right now. Like everything he does, and the Islanders' talent is showing up big when it needs to be. Barzal's been great. Um, I mean, even guys like Cal Clutterbuck or Clutterbuck are making their their presence known. And Barry Trotz is just sitting there masterminding the whole thing. And you got to think that Alex, like Backstrom's not even playing. Next, Nicholas Backstrom's the biggest quitter in hockey right now. I said it a couple of years ago. I'll say it again. But the the Islanders, I mean, they could beat Philly easily in my mind because that's who they'll play. Fucking Philly just scored as soon as I said that. Two to one, Philly. But I think the Islanders are playing a lot better than the Flyers are playing right now. I, I was going to say the same thing. I, if the, When the Islanders close this out in game five, and when the Flyers close this out tonight, the Islanders are – I'm giving the Flyers a game, I think. I think it's really? Islanders in five. Islanders in five. Hey, I like the pick. I you know I'd love to see Semyon Varlamov outperform Carter Hart. And we talked about a week ago how we both picked the Capitals, and we felt like we needed yeah. the Islanders, and we just couldn't do it. And this is why we got to listen to ourselves. Yeah. Because now I'm pissed that I could have had the Islanders. Because in my bracket I would have had the Islanders playing the Flyers. Actually. By the way, for everyone, and Jackson kind of pointed it out today, which kind of made me laugh. Which one of the times I I didn't hate Jackson was today, but. He said something about me being right about Braden Point, meaning I was going to make another hot take, which sometimes happens. But for anyone wondering why I keep hot taking myself into oblivion, it's because of what you just said with the Islanders over the Caps and me tweeting, it's a shame the Capitals won't win a single series this year. And as overtime started, saying Point's going to win it early. Not even giving myself a Blue Jackets pick. That's what fuels the next take that you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's, <laughs> that's where it comes from. So for anybody ever wondering, that's, that's how those things happen. So if you see a KJ tweet and you go, what the fuck, then all you got to do is scroll a couple tweets back <laughs> on his timeline and see what, yeah. what he was right about. I was right about something ridiculous. Um, all right, so a couple teams that were eliminated. We talked about the Blue Jackets being dirty. Uh, we'll, we can skip over that. The... The Blackhawks, and I'm I'm going to try to avoid being too biased, but if some miracle were to happen and they weren't in cap hell for the next three years and could figure something out defensively, they're not bad. I he says with a question mark on top of his head, like they looked competent. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, it's it's hard to say. I think this. 2014 bubble makes a lot of teams look gives a lot of teams false hope makes a lot of teams look good feel good about themselves I don't know I I I would have to see it out of a regular season that's that's fair but the the offense it's clear that that offense can be elite I don't think there's any doubt about that I mean Kubelik Doc Kane to bring it oh for sure yeah I mean it's not like Taves is 38 years old Taves is like 31 and we thought they were going to be fire this year at the beginning of the season I was high on them. But now that we've seen, I mean, we've seen clutch performance out of Kubelik and Doc now. I think that experience will help them for sure. Yeah. And I don't know what it would take. And you, you probably lose one of those guys. 
I had to guess, Dubrinkit won't finish his career as a Blackhawk. But whatever helps you get Seabrook's contract off the books, when Crawford's gone, like, we could still be talking about a good Blackhawks team. Like, they're not going to be rebuilt into oblivion, I don't think. And I, I wasn't sure how Blackhawks fan I sounded when I was saying that. But I don't think it's that that crazy. Yeah, there's the only the only hard part is there's a lot of there's a lot of young teams in the West that the Blackhawks would be competing with. But I think, I mean, they're in a much better situation I think than they could have been. I think they're better off than Winnipeg. I would agree with that. Okay, I would agree with that. I just think they're. I mean, I think they're behind the Avalanche. I think they maybe could get with the experience of Kane. They could be like neck and neck with the Canucks for a couple years, maybe. But. All right, so let's jump to that series. You just mentioned it because I think the Canucks could be a year away from being better than just downright better than the Blackhawks and most other teams. The Blues have made this interesting, but I feel like that was a huge burst to kind of burn out in at least game six and seven. They, you know, I I think it's a close. Oh, two two. Montreal just scored. I think it's a closer series than it looked in the beginning, but I, I think the Canucks are destined to win this series. I am very, very interested slash surprised to hear you have that take. I thought, because I, I'm with you on that, uh, I thought you were going to be a little worried about the Blues taking control of the series. And the reason I I agree with you that it's just a spurt is that the Blues fought to overtime to win that game three. And then they had to play game four less than 24 hours later. And I know people are going to lean towards like maybe younger legs to have the advantage, but I'm leaning towards the guys that have experience in the playoffs. I think game four was just set up for the blues to win. Yeah. It was almost like a continuation of what they were coming off. Yeah. Cause they had to wake up, play again. And I just think the experience of the blues was going to win that game handedly. So now we're back on even ground. They get their rest. I think you're right. I think the Canucks go out and win the next two. Well, and we saw what the Canucks were able to do. Like in game one of the play-in series, they lost to Minnesota, but then like they finished the download and they figured out what they had to do and they were quickly the better team. Because Minnesota looked really good in game one and then the Canucks just dominated them for three straight games. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's, there's much doubt in a lot of people's minds, but obviously Blues fans have to keep hope and they should. Brian Elliott was... Or Jake Allen. I was, whew, yikes. Uh, Jake Allen was fine in the last, in game four? Two games. He played the last two games. He played the last two, yeah. I mean, Bennington just fell off a cliff. But yeah, I think the the, the Canucks will, will finish strong. Yeah, that game's tonight. I'm, I'm excited to watch that game. But the, the scary part about St. Louis is this is exactly what they wanted to do. Is They wanted a long series. They're going to try and beat the shit out of the Canucks. And two to two, they couldn't be asking for a better spot. This series is going at least six. St. Louis wants it to go seven. I guarantee you that. And I don't. It's it's weird. I I I'm I have a lot of faith in the Canucks, but I this is the most fun series to watch in my opinion right now. I just wonder, and I know I I know they have to win the series before I start looking this ahead, but something about the Canucks' fiery offense at times. I just love the thought of that matchup with the Knights because the Knights can basically decide, and I know I'm giving a lot of credit to the Knights every single podcast, but they deserve it. And they can decide whether 
they're going to go try to win 6-4, 6-5, or 3-1, 3-2. I, I, and I, whether or not Vancouver is able to adjust to that and overcome it and keep the scoring going, I think will be one of the most fun games within the game of the playoffs. Yeah, that, w- that would. Man. Do we miss any series? I mean, who else? I mean. The West is so much more exciting than the East. Like Capitals are fucked, right? Like, long term? Yes. Which which I'm okay with, to be honest with you. They tried forever. It's kind of like they got their rank, too, so I don't feel bad for them. And yeah. it, just, it just took them a long time to do it. And I, I'm just kind of like, that's on you. Like, you, yeah, you probably could have won more than one cup, but that's on you. Like, you should have. I'm glad you got your one, but, you know. Yeah. Dude, I just, like, a couple, a few years ago before the cup, and I, I brought this up on this podcast before, but after, I want to say the the Penguins won – Game six in overtime. And it was after game six that Nicholas Backstrom came out and said, after game three, we knew we had lost. And now he's, I mean, maybe he's legitimately injured. I don't know. But, I mean, Capitals fans are going to look back at this stretch and really wonder why Nicholas Backstrom couldn't just strap in every single playoff. I mean, you're right, because they – they could have won more. It took forever to win the first one. He hasn't really been worth his his con- I don't know contract in the postseason. Ovi carried this team as far as he could so many times. I don't know, man. They're in, they're in big trouble, and Holtby is a mess. Yeah, that's a shame about that. The Islanders are heavy and out. Sorry, I mean the Islanders are just they're not like winning one nothing like. Their offense is picking it up against the Capitals. That's what surprised me most about the Islanders. Oh my God, the fucking... Sorry, the Canadians just scored. It's 3-2. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was I was surprised. I thought the Islanders were going to win games, but I thought it was going to be 2-1 every time. I was, I'm surprised at the offense that they've put out. Yeah, with consistency, they haven't slowed down. I mean, they really... I mean, other than Game 4, which... I mean, the Capitals... They were definitely the better team for enough of that game, but there were stretches of that game where you're like, man, it the outcome of this game doesn't matter because it's one or two games away from over, no matter what. And I don't like to see these guys. I mean, because a lot of these Capitals players are probably ending their career as Capitals. And to see it kind of end this way, it sucks because obviously I have a longstanding – not so much love for the Islanders, but I can't deny that they've been, if not the most surprising, the most impressive team coming into the the postseason. Yeah, I saw it all around. It's I think going back to your point about Backstrom, it's a shame about him. I think he was probably the real superstar in Washington. I mean, Ovechkin was a goal scorer, but I think Backstrom was the – I don't think Ovi is Ovi without Backstrom. He did, yeah. And you know, you could always that'll always go two ways, and it'll always be interesting to see, you know, when it's all said and done, how we look back on both those guys. But when it's all said and done, the 
and I hate, I sound like such a hypocrite saying like the want to win, but I mean, all Ovi cared, like Ovi was going to die on the ice for a Stanley Cup. And it just never felt Backstrom reciprocated that. Maybe that's why it took so long and maybe that's why it'll never happen again. But, you know, like you said, at least you got one. Yeah. It's more than John Cooper will ever get to say. <laughs> did we did we forget anything? I don't think so. I got a couple obviously for you. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, Vancouver and St. Louis are going to play game five tonight. The Islanders are going to play game five tomorrow. And Dallas plays game six tomorrow night. What do you got for those three games? So, obviously, the Canucks win tonight to take that lead back in that series after getting some rest. Obviously, the Islanders shut it out. The Capitals can't do anything for more than five minutes long. And, obviously, the last one is going to be the Flames forcing Game 7. All right. So, after tomorrow, there will only be two series still going, both in the West. I mean, interesting. We're going to – quick. oh, no, in the – yeah, the – well, unless Philly comes back and wins this game, yeah, we're—I mean—we're flying into the quarterfinals, or the, the conference semifinals. It's every other day, no travel stuff is—is yeah. uh, is nice. <laughs> it is really nice. Uh, before we get out of here, real quick, uh, puck, puck, pass, and everyone at Belly Up, thoughts and prayers with the Howard Chuck family. Dale Howard Chuck passed away through a battle with cancer. Uh, he's obviously an NHL legend, a Hall of Famer. So many people's idol and favorite player and person they love to meet. And Luke McGraw, you know, said on Twitter that he met him when he was like six. And it was a great experience for him. And that's the hockey community lost a, a really huge icon, really, when it comes down to it. It's, it's a real shame that he passed away 57. I mean, that's not an old man. It is a shame. But we're praying for the family. I think that about wraps it up. Hopefully there's hockey to watch this weekend. Anything else on your uh, – what have you been watching on Netflix lately? What are you watching this weekend? Did you watch that movie Project Power? I did. Okay, did you watch it? I watched it, yes. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I, I tend to like – if I'm in the right mood, I like action movies. It provided enough action for me and enough uh, uh, supernatural stuff. I mean, I, I don't know. I wasn't really looking into the storyline. Yeah, I I liked. Well, it's funny you said I liked the storyline. I thought that was kind of cool. Like you, this isn't really a spoiler because it's in the preview. But you take a pill and it gives you a superpower for a few seconds. But your superpower can be that you explode. Like it was, it, it was a cool concept. Jamie Foxx is you know he's worth watching. Um, that movie and another action movie that came out on Netflix not too long ago, uh, The Old Guard. That's what's next. We're watching that as soon as I get off of this. That is very good. It, I think you'll like it a lot. Charlize Theron's great in it, and the the rest of the cast that I don't really know, um, but they're they're all very good. Yeah, I mean that's really. But we we watch Modern Love on Prime. It's pretty good. But I'm running out of things to watch, man. Yeah. So if you have if you have suggestions at Puck Puck Pass Pod on Twitter, um, Zach Mac, are you doing a What's Up Belly up this week? Did it get moved? No, yeah. Uh, Mike is uh, said he's traveling for work this week, so hopefully he's getting big things done. But no, no, no episode this week. I mean, I don't know. I edit what's up belly up. Maybe what's up belly up is Zach Mack and KJ this week. I okay, don't know. we'll figure it out. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, but that's where you can find Zach Mack on all his other stuff. 
Uh, do you have an announcement yet or not yet? No announcement yet. It's actually going to be – It's. I'll give it a little snippet. I'm going to have a daily morning show of sorts. Nice. We're excited. Is that through Belly Up? It will be. Nice. Uh, don't forget twitch.tv slash bellyupgaming, G-A-M-I-N. Uh, the stream's been going great. We had a real nice stream today. The, the channel's growing. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Fall Guys is great, and we're going to try to get uh, a few of us – Zach Mack, myself, and Houston uh, on Fall Guys since it's free on PlayStation, so why not? So we'll get that all squared away. We'll, we'll uh, bring that to you guys. Other than that, just right here for Maria, for at It's Zach Mack. I'm at Hosted by KJ. This was at Puck Puck Pass Pod on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy the finales of all these series, and we'll talk to you guys next week. We saw no light. We saw no be sure to follow your hosts on Twitter at Gearholtz underscore K, at BellyUpZapMath, and at PuckPuckPassPod.